Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, and uh, today we're doing a follow-up for one of our recent episodes, which was how to, uh, basically how to third-party uh, type somebody. And I was talking to uh, my wife recently, and Railgun had suggested that there was a chance that I had mistyped uh, the ESTP's father in our recent episode where we were discussing what his type would be and that his type was an ENFP, for example. She suggested an alternative choice, and I wanted to see if uh, her recommendation would be something that would stick using the uh, third-party uh, typing process. And, uh, you know, I'm armed with uh, Virgil's today and uh, definitely uh, uh, willing to uh, give this a try. So let's uh, let's look at the other uh, another way to interpret uh, third party typing so that we can avoid mistyping. And then we're just going to allow the ESTP who submitted uh, his question uh, to make up uh, the decision on his own because uh, there wasn't as much information uh, in his request as he probably could have put in. But then again, there may have been a character limit. And uh, in which case, I would suggest, uh, you know, if he wanted to get some additional information into us, he could email us at support at csjoseph.life and it'll automatically open up a ticket to that end. That being said, let's, uh, let's get uh, right into it. Back on Ucha. And uh, let's go through the uh, question uh, submission uh, again. And uh, so, um, my my initial my initial suggestion was that uh, we were looking at uh, an ENFP uh, an ENFP type. Uh, oops, uh, let's see here, an ENFP type for his dad. Now, uh, Railgun suggested uh, that we consider. Uh, his father to actually be an ENFJ, which would be the conflict uh, type. So ENFJ would be sword and mace, fire and water, uh, Templar, and uh, outcome focused, initiating, etc. But affiliative. And my first piece of evidence that we looked at last time was indeed affiliative. So at least that's still the same. You know, going through uh, his um, uh, his letter to me here. But uh, that's not to say that, you know, ENFJs, you know, because he says, you know, my father's a, part, a politician who seems to enjoy status and telling stories. That's not to say that ENFJs, uh, if they're shadow focused, they could actually be politicians and they can often tell stories to make themselves look good, uh, especially when it comes to their SE child uh, telling stories to certain people like, well, this person said this and usually making a joke of some kind. Uh, it, it is technically true because my dad is a pastor of a church and he often tells anecdotes from other people to achieve that. And I did slightly touch on that in the last episode. Uh, but, you know, for the sake of not jumping to conclusions, which is what we're trying to avoid here, it is important to at least provide proper compare and contrast just to make sure that, you know, hey, there's, there's a potential for an ENFJ here. Uh, so a shadow-focused ENFJ would actually fall under, quote, my father's a politician who seems to enjoy status and telling stories. Uh, he also says he seems to enjoy having large parties. That is also something that's indicative of an ENFJ. They are initiating, they are extroverted, etc. They like to often host parties. My dad would host uh, parties all the time. People from the church would be coming over to his house all the time, our house basically, as when I was a child. He would host uh, events 
on average of honestly once a month uh, all the time especially during football season or any time a new Red Dwarf season launched. He'd call it Stupid Humor Night, and a bunch of people would come over and just watch uh, watch the episodes as he'd record them, for example. And there's always food. And ENFJs are often really great cooks, really good uh, chef-like tendencies, and can throw some of the best uh, parties out there. And uh, whenever, and oftentimes my dad would also boast about people being important or people of stature because it would make him feel important because his FI nemesis worries about his own self-worth and worries about his own importance so that surrounding himself with important people would make himself feel important, right? So that is definitely uh, definitely another argument for uh, his dad, uh, this ESTP's father, being an ENFJ. And what's interesting about the ENFJ-ESTP relationship is that they are conflict types. Now, there could be some conflict with a superego relationship, which is what I was suggesting previously, but maybe he's just being too nice uh, or not really providing additional examples uh, within uh, his question. And there is a chance that this could also be a conflict type relationship, which would make his dad an ENFJ in as much as my wife's dad and my dad are also uh, ENFJs. So that could that could be really interesting uh, as a result. Uh, he goes on, he usually tells me something and expect me to remember them and get triggered when I don't. Well, guess what? That's also very indicative of SE Child. SE Child really likes other people to remember. In fact, it needs other people to remember because they have SI Trickster, okay? So SI Trickster... Uh, they, they really need other people to be their scribe for them because they often don't remember. And when it comes to other people, they like to use other people as these memory banks, these memory batteries, basically, to store memories for them. So when they tell other people to remember something, they get actually really upset when people don't remember, etc. And that's that's also indicative of ST Child. Uh, so that he could, he could also definitely be an ENFJ uh, because of that. Um, and then the thing is that he himself seems to have a bad memory. Now, granted, I could, uh, my arguments for SI inferior, uh, and, you know, in some of my, uh, previous, uh, you know, criticisms with my wife definitely still stand. If we're going to take out my own personal bias and just look at it, at the situation matter of factly, that is indicative of a low introverted sensing. So potentially SI trickster, et cetera, which would fit more of the ENFJ argument, uh, and, you know, granted, you know, my wife is an ESTP and I maintain ESTPs are probably the best at typing people out of all of the 16 types, hands down. And I think she continues to uh, prove uh, that on a consistent basis. And she's just very, very good at psychoanalyzing people very quickly and drawing uh, comparisons with SE Hero uh, with people's behavior. Because I've noticed SE really tracks other people's behaviors uh, more than any and it's it's way more concrete about it which is which is great you know this and then uh, okay uh, perhaps even worse than me yeah so uh, definitely an argument for uh, something lower than uh, SI nemesis and then he says uh, and a lot of the times he's passive aggressive towards me uh, ENFJs they don't really often do the passive aggressive thing. They can, but it's usually only when they're in a social situation and it's in front of other people, they'll do passive aggressive. But when it's one-on-one, -on -one, they will be aggressive. So that's really situational. And passive aggression is really more indicative, uh, you know, in my opinion, ENFP, 
but he could still be an INFP shadow focused or uh, or um, shadow focused ENFJ INFP focus, which is an argument to be made here, and that's in that depends on whether or not the ESTP who wrote this is coming at it from the perspective of, okay, is it in front of other people? Is it a one-on-one -on -one interaction between him and his father? That's a question that would have to be answered to really know for sure. And we don't have that information because he doesn't provide that information to us. So that, that that's a thing. That's uh, something that we would need to be aware of when we're doing third-party typing is to understand how certain contexts and introverted situations versus extroverted situations would definitely change the outcome of the situation to be able to type someone properly. And that's something that we would need to be aware of. So. Uh, the thing is that he himself seems to have a bad memory, perhaps worse than me. A lot of times passive aggressive toward me. I have no clue as to why. Again, lack of expert intuition. And then later he can say, why didn't you do this thing I told you, which is very SE child. SE likes to order other people, especially SE optimistics. And then, uh, and then I say, I forgot. He gets along fine with my INFP girlfriend, which obvious if he wasn't ENFJ, they'd be a golden pair. So that would make a lot of sense. And they could sit and have a chat about something. But when I listen in on their conversation and ask, why is that? He just says, well, that's just the way it is. My wife's like, bingo, he's an ENFJ because my dad would tell me all the time that that's just the way it is over and over and over. And that's true. My dad would do the same thing. TI inferiors just don't like explaining anything. They just want to make their TI judgment statement without explaining anything because that would reveal that they might not actually know what the hell they're talking about, which is way more scary to them than actually admitting that they would have to like explain and that they don't know. But, you know, God forbid that they take personal responsibility with what they know and what they don't know, which for the most part is actually that they don't know nothing. And it's no wonder to me that people tell TI inferiors consistently how stupid they are. I'm not saying that they're stupid. The thing is, is that when they behave like that, it really comes off as if they are. And a lot of TI inferiors out there aren't even aware of how they come off in that regard. And I'd imagine that and TI inferior with SE child would be aware of how they come off. <clears throat> no, not as much because SI trickster gets in the way and tricks them about past behavior compared to now behavior, right? So he also knows a lot about everything. Well, my own father and guess what? My wife's father as ENFJs often are told that they are know-it-alls. And out of all the 16 types, they are the type who is labeled know-it-all more than anything else. So that would also fit. Uh, so yeah, uh, anyway, in the end, um, I'm actually kind of more inclined to agree with my wife's typing of this person from a third-party type standpoint than my ENFP standpoint. But that would mean that his dad is actually INFP uh, shadow-focused ENFJ. Uh, so... Take it for what you will, you send them off with some homework, they go verify on their own, and then they we come back, have a meeting about it, go through additional evidence based on increases in their learning, et cetera. And then we're able to come up with uh, you know, the truth because they've been able to go on that journey of self-discovery that we've helped facilitate them in the process. And yeah, we don't, uh, it, if it becomes necessary, you know, it, it's it's really just something that we offer to our coaching clients because at the end of the day, it's about finding the truth of their type, right? At the end of the day, given more time, we will arrive to the 100% true answer as, as it were. And this is an example from a third party typing standpoint as to how that can actually happen. So yes, you wanna add something? Yeah. Well, be loud about it because no one can hear you. <laughs> ENFJs, a lot of times, they treat people who are not a part of their family or significant other better 
from their significant other. Have you noticed that? Yes, very much so. The beatings will continue until morale improves. That is the ENFJ way, after all. They're wannabe so, ISTPs. Wannabe ISTPs. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, thanks for watching. Please like and subscribe. Uh, leave a comment below. And uh, I'll see you all tonight. Later.